Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Happer and Shaper. It says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why, why are you yelling at me? Whatever, make me a bicycle clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Schaefer. My boy's wicked smart. This is Happer and Schaefer. Welcome back in. Hour number two of Happer and Schaefer here on 93.7 The Ticket and the TicketFM.com. Connor Happer, Mike Schaefer with you. A lot of, uh, a lot of college basketball programs going on COVID pause right now from, from what I've seen. I, this is so dumb. It's so 2020. Or 2021, you know, with last year, I guess. Uh, You've got to get people to get the booster. To, to help prevent your uh, chances of testing positive. I guess. Because of the variants that are never going to stop, by the way. Yep. Lots of COVID pauses right now in college basketball. So we were, if we were planning on another, or if we were planning on an uninterrupted season or at least a kind of normal season, uh, you might get a kind of normal season, but that's as, that's as good as you're going to get. This is also what? So this is now the second year of where, like, late November, December has been terrible, uh-huh. which means January is probably still going to be pretty bad coming well, off we, of the people gathering. Yeah. Now, now if we get to a third year of this, right? it's going to really, people are going to start to alter things, I think. You're going to have built-in pauses. Yeah. It's going to be like everyone's just going to be done from December 20th until January 1. The difference, obviously, being that, you know. There's vaccine available this time sure. around, but you know. Sure, yeah. I mean that that helps, but with the variants, it's not everything. All right, and eh, we don't have to talk about that. But I've just I've noticed that it's been happening. Who's all pause? Give give me a run bit. Uh, just now, there was like two tweets back to back. Memphis. Any Big Ten teams? Um, no. But DePaul had their DePaul. DePaul had, and Northwestern were supposed to play, right? Well, DePaul and Creighton were supposed to play yesterday or today, and that game's not happening. Uh, that ge- that was announced like on Sunday. Um, somebody said there's like 30 of them right now. I'll try and find the 30 programs on on like COVID pause right now. Nevada and Memphis, I believe, are the uh, are believe the latest two. Yeah, Jeff Goodman tweeted this out earlier. 34 teams currently on a pause. 34. Let's see if there's any power. Ohio State, Rutgers. So there's a couple of Big Ten teams. Wow. Um, Louisville. Penn, oh, Penn State, there's a third Big Ten team. Seton Hall, Syracuse, UCLA, USC. Some pretty major programs, too. 
34 of them, right? And that doesn't even include the Memphis and the the other one that I Oh no, that that did include Memphis on that list. Um Nevada. Ah. It's crazy. Hey, look. Ryan Held is going to North Alabama to become their associate head coach and offensive coordinator. Very nice. Good for him. Excellent. What level of football is North Alabama? I think that's FCS. Yeah, that sounds right. Wonder who their wonder who their coach is. Uh North Alabama football welcomes Coach Ryan Held as their new associate head coach and offensive coordinator. Awesome. You know, they're in the they're in the Big South Conference. The Big South. Who else is in the Big South? Their head coach is Chris Willis. The Big South Conference is made up of uh, the following schools as soon as they populate here. Campbell, Charleston Southern University, who I believe just played is that who just played jackson state and whooped him pretty good i don't remember in the celebration bowl uh gardner webb famous for beating nebraska basketball on a random december day of the many programs who are uh, famous hampton university high point university longwood university north carolina a&t state so this is like a carolina southeast this is type of conference. north carolina south carolina north carolina virginia north carolina virginia north carolina south carolina virginia north carolina south carolina south carolina okay but so ryan held they're, they're going in to north football. alabama yeah i think they have like a football membership for like north alabama gotcha yeah they're in just for football Kennesaw State is in for football. Kennesaw State's football is pretty good, I think. Um, they're in for football as well. And Robert Morris. And Monmouth. Very weird. Um, very weird football conference. I'm curious to see where some of the other uh, the assistants that Nebraska parted ways with kind of end up. And Ryan Held was an obvious guy to kind of stay. In Held, the I expected, yeah. would continue coaching. Greg Austin, I think, will probably be back in the NFL, would be, if I had to guess. Yeah. It would be that. Um, I don't look for Matt Lubick to be anywhere. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't I, – I could see him going back to not coaching football. Um, Considering he was right before he took the job in Nebraska. Mario Verduzco, I'm not sure about. Yeah, he's – I think he'll be involved in some capacity somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I hope that he is. I, I know that the the thought process on Mario Verduzco by the end was, um, you know, people were generally unhappy with the quarterback play. But I, I always really liked the guy. He donated so much of his time and his effort yeah. to trying to explain the mechanics of football and talking to the media. And I have a strong appreciation for, for how much – uh, time that he really put into all of this. For sure. I mean, there's never, there was never, Brian Held, there was never I mean, really any like doubt any about any of those guys that they were, they were good people. It wasn't because they weren't they committed to the job. Yep. I mean, that, that was never an issue here. Yep. For sure. All right. Um, want to hear from you guys on the show today, 402-464-5685. We'll have, uh, NFL reaction overreaction coming up here in just a little bit. I want to take a couple minutes here and talk about Bryce McGowan's just individually. I we talk a lot about Nebraska basketball and you know the crap that they're <laughs> they're currently dealing with. We spent like a whole hour on it yesterday, and it made us all depressed. I know a conversation that um, has come out of the last couple weeks here is the potential pro career or the immediate future of Bryce McGowan's after this year, 
and what may happen. I continue to think that, I mean, I, I first of all, I think he's gotten better um, in a short amount of time at Nebraska. Unfortunately, I think he falls a little bit into the category of guys that I was talking about yesterday where um, – They're asked to make up for all of what you don't have. Correct. Guys come in, um, you know, an, an ideal situation for Bryce – would have, I think, and really any big-time freshman, this is why they go to Duke and Kentucky and, and whatever major school around the country. This is this is why highly talented freshmen end up going to those places because they have previously established kind of cultures and things that they do from a basketball perspective where you can, you can see yourself in not only the offense, not only the system, but that uniform looking like another guy who's done it before. So that's the tricky part for Bryce. He would he's he's carving out his own path and I know that was, you know, attractive to him when he got here. He still has a lot of talent, obviously, a lot of skill, obviously. I would love to see him be a little bit more aggressive. I don't I'm just kind of getting all this stuff out now. I don't know that Nebraska's successes or failures this year really have that much of an impact on what his decision might be to go or not go to the next level I guess it kind of depends on what he hears back um I I still tend to lean that him and his brother won't be back next year but I guess I don't know that for sure could he benefit from another year in college yeah, I think so. But I think probably. But um, you know, there would have to be some assurances of obviously that it would be better than it <laughs> than it is right now at Nebraska. Could I see him playing at another school next year? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's an, another option that's on the table too. I honestly where I think he would benefit the most and this is regardless of whether he goes to the NBA and is in a G League system or at, you know, Nebraska or another uh school is he just needs to get stronger. Like he he needs for sure. He needs to physically develop um in I a way. I think that's already gotten better though. Uh, sure. Um but if yes. You, if it, you run through the list of But guys, is is it a thing that's going to be a year or is it a thing that's going to be 6 months? Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, a year and a half or 6 months, right? That that would be the question that he'd have to answer. So just kind of running through so Kristen Peake of Yahoo has a uh, a mock draft that just came up yesterday. Okay, yeah. So I was What's it I say? was curious about it. And before we get into like where he slotted at in this, and it's in the first round, and I I don't expect him back in college basketball next year. I think I'm not sure be. that I do either at this. point. I think he will be a first round pick. The thing that is startling, if you look at any other player around his height, he is 20 to 25 pounds lighter yep. than all of them. And so that that is like a big part of where he's going to have to. Now I'll say this: get Th- that's not uncommon in the NBA draft. That well, but teams, the thing is, I mean, there's other freshmen that are six foot seven, six foot eight at the back end of the first round. Which I this is where he's been slotted in most mock drafts that I've seen at the back end of the first down. I mean, it is it's basically a lottery ticket. And and not that's not what you want to hear if you're Bryce McGowan's, who is a five star recruit coming out of high school. Um, you know, and, and had has higher aspirations than that. He obviously has the talent, and there's a there's a definite path to it working out for him at the next level. But you are banking a lot on your organization's development of that specific player 
and to, you know, find spaces where you can get them on and keep them healthy and stuff like that. Like it's it's a project. It's going to take a couple of years. And I think you would know that drafting a guy like that at the back end of the first round. Yeah. There's there's one other guy that's his height and around that weight and that is Marjan Bochamp who's with G League Ignite, which I think is their academy sort yes, of team. Yes, that's the kind of crossover right. high school G League team. Which I'm really fascinated to see how that plays out. Yeah. Because if you don't have anybody that ends up drafted early with that, that's going to fizzle really fast. Yep. Um, okay, so he is selected with the 23rd pick overall in this mock draft by the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, which I think is probably sort of in the range of where he's going to be at. I, I'm not going to profess to know how deep this draft is uh, relative to to other ones, but it does feel like he's probably not going to be a lottery guy without a pretty big jump or a really strong spring combine run. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, it's interesting. We get this on the text line. It's a good point. Um, It says he's... He's now how he's allowed to shoot some of the shots he does is baffling to me, and that's not on him. That's Fred. He's a phenomenal talent, but multiple step back contested threes shouldn't be acceptable anywhere, even Nebraska. That's the tricky part. I mean, for him, the idea of going to college is you know instead of the G League team or you know overseas or whatever it is because he's that type of player. He has the those type of options on the table coming out of high school. The idea was you play in a system for a year, you develop that way, and then by the end of it, you are much more ready to take on the challenges that will be thrown your way in the league than you were when you left high school. I mean, that's essentially why the rule exists. Um, I want to see how Bryce develops this year. I am now my guess would be that probably falls behind a lot of his counterparts um, who are five-star recruits coming out of high school because of the situation that he's in right now. I th- That would be my guess. And that, you know, he, like his draft stock hasn't necessarily improved so far, but the question is kind of where does it go and, and, and where does it end up? And I think what Bryce, you know, I think Bryce, will continue to get better as he has so far. But I don't know that any of that is due to, um, obviously, the system, quote-unquote, right. that he's playing in. It's kind of just him having experience. I And, and maybe you, you feel very different than I do on this. I don't know that how, like, his shot selection is going to be particularly criticized by scouts that are there when you sort of look at the situation that he's in. Yeah. Um, I think what really he's going to be measured on is where is his athleticism at? Where is his sort of strength at? Is this a guy that can go, you know, physically go get a bucket if he needs to? That kind of thing. I I really feel like they're going to throw out a lot of Nebraska here. Like, it's it's a lot of, like, he looks really athletic. We're going to need to see him in a private workout in a combine setting, Uh, you know, 
it's not going to help that his his shooting numbers just aren't going to look particularly strong. Right. Um, but I don't imagine that's going to get weighed real heavily against him because I, I think even coming in when we talked about Bryce McGowan, not against him as a whole, but against him compared to his his peers. Sure. Uh, but when because his peers will have that right. But when we talked about him, we talked about him being the third or fourth option on this team. And he's become the second by default of them not having anyone else that's available. I mean, really the first. Well, and yeah, I mean, because now Verge is the primarily, or they want him to be more of the distributor. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, it, it, he's in an even worse situation than we anticipated. And the idea was, you know, for him to not have to carry that much of the load. So uh, I, I wonder how much that gets factored in. I still very much, like I said, expect he's going to be a first-round guy. And I don't expect him back in college basketball. Um, but what is always kind of fascinating is I was just talking the other day how I thought EJ Lydell was one of the best players in the Big Ten. He's the very next pick yeah. as, a, as a junior from Ohio State, 6'7", 240 pounds. Problem for him is he has no position. In There's the probably, uh, if I were to guess right now, two other Big Ten guys who would be in front of him. And that would be... Um, the guy from Purdue and the guy from Michigan, not as draft players, but as like best players in the no as draft players. Okay, so let's see who's even in the Big Ten setting. And this is just one mock draft, but my guess would be um, Jaden so Jay Ivy. Nebraska just played against Jabari Smith. He's uh, third. He's second overall to the Magic. Is the guess? Wow, here. he he got mocked to second. Fine. He's oh, over over Holmgren. Over Chet. Yeah, Paolo Bancaro is still probably number one. That seems like that's going to be the guy. Yeah. Um. Yep. And then Jaden Ivey, sophomore at Purdue, is number four. And, and then, then you said the who's the guy from Michigan? You're guessing Houston's still getting the the love. I wasn't totally impressed by him. The other one from Michigan is uh, Diabate. And he's, we didn't see him in Nebraska uh, in Lincoln because he stayed back in Michigan with the illness or whatever. But uh, here's he's one for you, pretty high. Wisconsin's Johnny Davis, number nine. Yeah, that's another one I've seen too. So those look like oh, Keegan Murray from Iowa. Yes, that, big, yep, big big ten year. Yep, look at this. Um, I have not seen anybody. There it is, Caleb Houston. Oklahoma City Thunder, number 20. There you go. So right in that same range as, as McGowan's. Yeah. In this projection. And, they'll, and look at him compared to Houston, who they were very similar in recruiting rankings as well. I mean, it's th their tapes are going to show completely different things. Ultimately, I don't know that they're that dissimilar of players but like we saw Houston here and he was kind of an afterthought in what they were doing although has a bunch of athleticism and ability and Bryce is like you know he's the star of the show I, I would be really interesting or interested to see the reports of like those sort of combine workout stuff of like what Bryce looks like with comparable guys around him me too relative to what it has been here in Lincoln yeah because I, I wonder if he will be more assertive because he was forced to be here in Lincoln than what I guessed coming in. I thought he was going to be sure. a little bit more deferential and tentative, just kind of based on how he was talked about. That's and, been wiped out like yeah, no, immediately. <laughs> tentative is not how you would describe. The it. problem is he's going to have to get he he's going to have to get a lot stronger if yep. he wants to yep. be the same player at the next level. How I always thought of him coming in and the type of body that I see is the type of body that could be a 3 and D guy, 
you know, shoot pretty well at the next level, but he hasn't shown that he can shoot very well yet. No, and he hasn't shown the willingness and to he's, defend. And either. he's not going to be able to get to the rim at the right. at the next level. So it's just kind of a, a weird, tricky spot for him. Uh, remember that that like all star game that he was in before he got to Nebraska yeah. with all those the guys Allen Iverson were, game. Yeah, yeah, the Allen Iverson game, and he showed out, and his his stock went up even more. So I mean, that's that's kind of what you saw when he had guys around him that were also just as talented, if not more talented, than he is. Yeah, yeah, and he'll have opportunities to to do that. It's just, I mean, what you are in a game um, now with context, you're at you're at Nebraska, mm-hmm. and it's different. You know, um, that's what that's what people are going to want to look at, especially if they're looking, you know, kind of that high in the draft. So the reason, part of the reason it comes up is I saw a string of tweets from Sam Vecini. He covers the uh, he covers the draft and NBA stuff for the Athletic. Um, he he had a couple tweet thread about Bryce the other night. Says Nebraska's Bryce McGowan's has really struggled against high major teams so far. Now has played six games against high major competition. Nebraska's zero six. McGowan's has averaged twelve point three points per game with five assists for six turnovers while shooting four of twenty eight from three and posting a uh, twenty thirty nine point four. I don't know what TS percentage. True, true shooting. shooting. True shooting. I should have figured that out in those games. Um. This was always the question with McGowan's entering college basketball. Has immense talent for his size as a creator and is fearless, but was the jumper consistent enough, and would he be able to finish at the rim against bigger guys? Seems like it's going to take some time, which is fine. Yeah, I think he's a draft and stash guy. Like, I think he's going to be on a G League team for at least a year. And then somebody asked if, if he's still a one-and-done player, and he responded, I'm a bit skeptical, could very well be in the end. Think another year might actually really help him, though. If he can work through the jumper inconsistencies and get stronger, uh, that that would be the thing for me because I I just don't like his his frame. Even though looking at his brother, it's completely different. His frame doesn't necessarily scream like he's going to be able to put on you know twenty pounds of of muscle and and be able to carry it the same way. That's not that's not what he looks like to me. So I think if there's a a road like there's a fork in the road, it's like get stronger and be more effective at the rim or be a better shooter. It's be a better shooter because I think he has a, a pretty, you know, a, a sharp-looking shot, um, but he hasn't made him so far at right. Nebraska. And some of that is due to the environment and the circumstances, but he wasn't a great shooter in high school either. I I am surprised. Well, that was that was kind of the question on him is that, you know, it's how he was going to be, you know, as a shooter, I, I'm surprised that you don't think he's going to to come in looking like Isaiah Roby, right? Off of that red shirt year where he just he totally beefed yeah. up, yeah. Just all of a sudden he's got these traps, and then his like arms look like yeah. Thighs. That was amazing. The first photo I saw of him that summer, I think it was Robin Washit that posted like a photo of him, yeah. And I was just like, did did he go into a lab and get built? What, right. What happened? Here? Right. Because he was such like a twig in high school. To what he ended up looking oh, like after that first year. It was amazing. It was incredible. It really <laughs> was. And I also agree with you. He's, Bryce McGowan doesn't look like that. No, so. I don't, I don't, I don't Most see people it. aren't looking like that. <laughs> right. That's, that was an incredible growth from him. Um, all right. Yeah. So I, I know there's a lot of people like, well, well, and we get it on the text line right now. It's like, I, I don't know, guy. What, what are you guys basing this off of? He's a first-round pick based on what? You have to really understand this I, in the NBA. Like, it's not – like, the top five scorers in the country aren't the top five picks in the draft. That's not how college basketball to the NBA works. 
Um, I don't think in if you don't watch the NBA, chances are you have little perception of how the NBA draft works. Yeah. Generally, uh, like I said, EJ Lydell is a really good college player that has no position in the NBA. I mean, he's a six foot seven, two hundred. Like he, oh, it's happened. He a, that's happened Randolph. a million times. Yeah. I mean, Jaden Ivey is projected to be a top ten pick at this point. He's probably the third best player on his team. What is Luca Garza at, at doing? Right, right. Luca Garza is not doing anything as I per, as as predicted. Luca Garza was like the best player in college basketball for two straight years, and I think he's kicking Ooh. around in the G League somewhere. He is on the Detroit Pistons G League team, I believe. Yes, I got, think he's a second in the round NBA now. The did he get called up to the main roster? Yeah, so he's he's played he played on December nineteenth and December eighteenth, but he's basically just bouncing back. He's two way guy. He's one of those guys. Yep. He had uh, where are we at here? He had nine points against Houston. What? The other night. Wow. Uh, uh, Houston's four bad. Six shooting. Christian his, Wood uh, wasn't there. His plus minus does not look great though. Shout out to Luca. Well, he, he's too slow. He's- it's also like he's playing like eight minutes. I'm in the, in, in college, you could just stand underneath there and block the dudes. Like, they're not, you know, mm-hmm. like you could just stand there. You can't do that in the NBA. They're they're bigger and they'll jump right over you. You're, yeah, you're not facing the, the type of athletes day in or night in and night out as yeah. you are in the NBA. At, at, at Iowa, you're facing, uh, you know, Cam Mack. In the NBA, it's... John Morant. John Morant. It's <laughs> much, much better yeah. than Cam Mack. Right. I want to see John Morant dunk on Luca Garza. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would happen if he, if given the opportunity. Uh, we'll take a quick time out here. It is time for NFL Reaction Overreaction. Next. Follow Connor and Mike on Twitter. At Connor Happer. At Mike J. Schaefer. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.